but the article you sent, let's see, what is it called? Um, American Family Today. It just yeah, seemed like it was more statistics than anything, like just showing how, you know, the family changes, you know, the percentage of the family change. But me and you know what I'm talking about is the effects of those changes. Well, in some other articles I had read, I didn't send them to you because, you know, I just wanted to get the bases out. It, was, it, it kind of talked about the effects of the, the, that change. Well, but I guess the most important thing was that, you know, having a family structure and how it was important for the family uh, or a child, you know. You talking about in the new article because the one you sent me pretty much said the percentages of from 1960 to give or take today, the percentage of people who are married and have, you know, I guess same – they come from a married two-parent home versus a divorced home versus, like, blended families have just dropped. And then the percentage of women who are breadwinners and stay at home has dropped. And it really didn't say the effects, but it, well, it does not, not point dropped. out. It's, it's, okay, go ahead. I'm sorry. Go ahead. It, it shifted. So it did point that out, the shift from the 60s to now. And, like I said, the break. The, I don't know if it even said the – I guess you can call it the breakdown, but it is – the change in family structure is the way that was written. So yeah, yeah, that's basically it. Yeah, how family structures. And damn, I wish I would have sent you both articles. Um, that well, it was a couple of them, but you know, we're so used to um, kind of me you had talked about before. You know how it's important to have like the nuclear family, and you know, two parent home and whatnot. And then I was saying how that has really changed uh, a lot, like, dramatically across all races, you know, not just black or, you know, but whites and Hispanics and everybody, that that whole two-parent um, dynamic of the, the family is completely changed. You know, now it's even so where you, know, you got blended families, people who have been remarried, people who ain't never been married and they just cohabitating. And just how that has changed, you know, the family structure and whether, you know, one is better than the other. Um, well, you know, my take, I still say, because you came from a two-parent home, I came from a single-parent home, I say, I admit, what I used to say was how important it was and how much I would have loved to give my kids a two-parent home and how much better it is. But I will say, or at least I've kind of modified it, not so much better, but the, it is clear in statistics the advantage it gives having two people contributing to raising the children. So, you know, like you said, we've kind of broken down where having a two-parent home isn't necessarily always great, you know, because there's dysfunctional two-parent homes or having a separated home is not necessarily bad if both parents are contributing. Just I've kind of modified it into having a Work families working together. So my issue with the family structure is how broken the family is. Like it would be nice and ideal for the family to stay married and together and all of that, but it's at least hopeful that the families work together because dynamics are allowed to change. I mean, I can't say that I would. I'm. I'm not. I'm not I can't say that I'm not glad that that women are allowed to be in a workplace. You know. So. 
from the 60s when uh, or 60s or before that, you know, when the men were the breadwinners and women really didn't work, I like being able to work. I, I like that. So change is not really the issue. It's it's the it's it's the breakdown or the 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 division and the part that where families are not working together and working against each other. Dynamic can change, but it shouldn't be in a negative way. Okay. I kind of, I kind of got you on that. Like people working, well, I guess anytime you got folks who working against each other, you know, I want to say a house divided will fall. Um, so that, that made me think about the people who come from matriarchal families where it ain't just one generation, it's several generations of women who, you know, stick together, hang together. You know, the men, the man is not there, but these, families in their structures kind of, you know, it is functional. You know, you got, a uh, let's say, for example, like a, a grandmother or something, then she has her daughters and, and go on down and people have their aunts. And it's a real support system, a, a real structure for the, the younger generations to look up to. And it is something that, that's solid and that's consistent. Um, okay. You know, and, and judging that, you know, to, how would that be different? Because basically, you know, saying the whole point of a, a family structure for a person in general is to have support and guidance. You know what I'm saying? That's, that's why family is so important. You know what I'm saying? They have support and guidance. Um, yeah, I think that's what you was talking about when we talk about, you know, family wealth and, and, and generations of, of people teaching each other and building up so you can go from one generation to the next and become better. And I think that's support and guidance. Yeah, I know, but to piggyback off of what you were saying with the matriarchal family where you have the women and the grandmother and aunt and all these people, you know, this is kind of the generational structure of the family. To me, my opinion, this is what's produced so many of these little boys. I mean, we got grown men that just are not very mature. Women and a matriarchal... Hold on, pause. When you say mature, what, what do you mean by that? Like women, we tend to nurture our children and and coddle them. That's that's what women do. It's mm-hmm. a, a lot of men are not very the men to me. A lot of men <laughs> this day and age, what me and my friend call man boys, they're grown men, adults technically, you know, of age. But they are not very responsible. They're not used to take. They're not trained to take care of somebody else. They're well, used to being taken care of. And really, as a woman, I'm not supposed to raise you to be just my son the rest of my life because that's never going to change. I'm raising you to be someone's husband, to be someone's yeah. father, to be yeah, a yeah. contributing citizen in this world as a man, not just my son. Well, well, I think I think that's that's where the issue lies, in, right? So if you come from a family structure. When where the man is like that, um, and that that's his role. That's the role that he plays in that family structure. And say, the baby? Like talking, about, talking about the 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 woman is the breadwinner. You know, saying if, if the, the structure is set up like that, was usually saying usually the woman is the breadwinner, and the man doesn't have to do all these things. You know, saying and him being a husband, he plays his role as the husband in the context of that family being a matriarchal or he's the, the boyfriend or he's the, the daddy or a sperm donor, whatever you want to call these, these things, 
that doesn't make him less of a man because he doesn't do certain things. You know, and some women who are from those type of, of family structures, you know, saying they don't look to men to be all this great whatever or, you know, saying because they, they are used to things being a certain kind of way. So this but is that's I, I, I disagree. You're, you're saying that women are not, but in the family, that's kind of what you you that's what works in that family. You're ideally, and this is even biblically, you're supposed to be raising your son to go out the family, break out into the world. So I, now well, you, from on, your on, man. If you're talking about biblical, the Bible says a man should leave his mother and father and cling, you know, to, to basically to his wife. Mm-hmm. So right. he, he's clinging to his, his wife. You know what I'm saying? But he's clinging so, to his wife looking for a mother, somebody to take care of him. So when you're not going to agree, because I'm saying this from a woman perspective, I know a lot of women who have the same experience I have where we have these boys raised by men, raised by women, and they send them out in the world, and they still act like boys. And it's like, man, it's hard to overcome that because you're not my son. Let's, let's, let's stop. Let's, let's stop that before we even go any further. Let's, let's stop, please. Because... Is you can never call a man a boy, no matter what kind of man he is. He may be an irresponsible man. He may be a lazy man. He may be a man who is whatever, but he is, he is never a boy. Okay? He can act like a boy. No, That's no, no, what no, I no, said. They no, no, act no, like no, boys. When you say act, you can't say act like boys, you know what I'm saying, because a boy and a man are two different things. One, but that's one, like saying you can't say a boy acting like a baby. It is different, but you know how to act, and you know how babies act. So, no, there so, is a distinction, in, in, and you can act in, like a baby. In your mind, what's the difference between a boy and a man? Responsibility. Responsible. Okay. Responsibility. So, are you separating a boy and a man mentally, physically, and emotionally? You know what I'm saying? Mentally. We'll say mentally because obviously you're going to grow up whether you want to or not. You're going to get older. You're going to get bigger. All those things are biological. But mentally, I mean, if you don't ever get taught to act a certain way or taught to do a certain thing or taught to respond a certain way, you're going to do what you know. So that is not that's not indicative of biology. Okay, pause. Let's stop right there. All right. You're, you say a person is taught to act a certain way, taught to be a certain way, taught to respond a certain way. Mm-hmm. Basically, those are things that are cultural, that are taught, you know, to be a certain kind of way. Right. And, you know, saying cultural, basically, that would come from the family structure mm-hmm. to be taught a certain kind of way. And basically, if you're not taught a certain kind of way, that, that doesn't make you less than. That just makes you different. Correct? Well, well what I'm saying is, you're sending these men out to the world. Like, I'm not in your family. So I'm actually not disagreeing with you. I'm just telling you the translation. You're brought mm-hmm. up to, be, to, to think that everyone is supposed to take care of you. Then you, then you go out, branch out into the world as an adult, and your next, step, your next step responsibility is to take care of somebody else. But if you're not taught to take care of somebody, you still think you're supposed to be taken care of. That oh, role is supposed to graduate just like high school. You supposed to get and out of there. like that that fall into that because there's a whole lot of women out here who take care of men. Well, that's true. That's why the statistics look the way they look. 
Black okay. people are amongst the highest of separated, highest of single parenting, highest, uh, highest of being at the bottom. So you're absolutely well, right. Well, I, I, and I don't think that has anything to do with uh, a man wanting to be t- taken care of because I think a lot of single women, mm-hmm. are, you know, black single women, are black single women, not because of um, a, a man, because or a, a lack of a qualified man, you know what I'm saying? These are, are other things that got to do with maybe the, 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 the single woman and the aspect of her, you know, not putting down anyone, but it, it could be several reasons. You know, True. There, so there, I'm there telling you my perspective as a black single woman. So why you're right. A, why they won't keep a man or a psychological woman is why reason why a man will not stay around. Or you know, it's, it's a whole lot of factors that go in, go into that, and it is not necessarily always because of the irresponsibility of a man. But you said not necessarily always. What I just told you is I know plenty of women that can attest to that very thing. Different men, different states, different ages, and they're they're going through those same experiences. So you can't tell me a black woman's experience because you're not a black woman. Well, we're not calling uh, black women, no, but you most, can't tell me my experience. No, I can't. I can't tell you about your experience. That's that's uh, my whole point. Is that but everybody doesn't have that that same experience. We can go statistically. You know, we saying? did. It's statistically yeah, this yeah. is what's going on. More people are yeah, having those experiences. Yeah. and that's why I, I brought it up because across all cultures, it has been a decline in that nuclear two parent home, and you know, what I'm saying it has been an increase of, of cohabitation or people who are. Uh, remarried or people who are just single, that has increased across all races. But even black in the people, article you sent, black people are still amongst the highest. Black people have always been amongst the high, highest. Even, you know, so so like, there's no like, way of ever balancing that out. We're just, we, we have no say, control of that at all. I'm not talking about, I didn't say there was no way to balance it out. You know, but that's not even my argument uh, right now, you know, saying balance it out. All my, all I'm saying is that there are different types of family structure, mm-hmm. and one is not better than the other one. That's 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 my basically the whole point of the conversation. Well, I yeah, agree. I said that. Like I'm saying, being different is not the issue. It not functioning is. Yeah, it's not functioning is, and it's a whole lot of people that function good now. Oh, now it's it's a, it's a. It was some more statistics if you, if you read the article, and it was also based off of uh, education and income. And I think that plays a, a huge factor in a lot of the dysfunction. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so you can as... take that back to the family, and I can attest to that right now. Going through this pandemic, being a single mother with, and I make decent money, but compared to, like, just say, apples to apples, being a single mother making what I make um, mm-hmm. in comparison to another mother who makes the exact same thing I make. If she has a husband or, I guess, a contributor helping, guess what? Schools are not open. They have better access to hiring somebody to help in this than I do. I'm going to have to keep these kids at home and train and, and teach them myself. That's an income thing based on the fact that I got to do it by myself, which is significantly harder than people who are doing it together. And we're among the highest of doing it alone. So education is mm-hmm. going to constantly get, become, uh, I guess, a product of broken homes. 
because you have that's it's broken income to contribute towards the education. So that cycle is just going to keep circling. And so I, this this is the question. I I, I wish I was going to send you this these articles and these uh, documentaries the other day because cause that was always my question you know, about these single single mothers and single mother families. Like, how does it get to to the point to where a single mother is alone? Because it's a, a lot of families, a lot of or cultures, not a lot, I'm sorry. There are some cultures where... Wait, it's, that's it's not... Single, oh, say it again? It's, it's, a, it's some cultures where single mothers almost band together to make their situation. They help each other out in their situation. Because, you know, you, that's what you was talking about all ago. You said mm-hmm. not having any help. Well, they're not doing it alone. You may have, like, three or four single mothers who kind of help each other out. Or, you know what I'm saying, like what I was talking about before, we have generations of, of single mothers. They help each other out. You know what I'm saying? Where does it come in to the point where you got these single mothers who are doing things completely by themselves without the help of their mother, siblings, cousins, or who's ever in their community? They they have no community yet. How, how do you get it to where there's no community, no family no family structure, any, any, any way like that? If you get if I can if I'm making sense on what I'm saying. Either that I do not know because that I think is across the board. It's not necessarily just among single mothers. It just affects single mothers the most. But technically our society or the climate that we're living in now is just way more spread out than it used to be, period. So if you were a single father, it was gonna be just as hard for you to find a community because we just don't do that anymore. You don't go down the street and knock on the door and say, Hey, I'm your neighbor. That just don't happen like it used to. So that's not necessarily indicative of single mother or single parenthood. It just kind of affects it affects single parenthood because that used to be a part of your village and just nobody has their village anymore. So that I, I can't say I know, I'm not sure. I think that is the, the overall problem, you know what I'm saying, with the black community. You know what I'm saying, with, with all the things affecting the black community. Because there was this article a while back and it was talking about uh, basically students studying in school and, 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 you know, how they say Asians, you know, are supposed to be the, the smartest and make the most and do all this, you know, stuff great. And they were doing a study and they were trying to find out what, what was the factor that made the difference. And it was, you know, not that they were had, had this great intelligence and all this other stuff, but what it broke down to is that they studied together and that was the reason why a lot of African Americans, you know, what I'm saying, seem to be struggling in schools because African Americans, when they were were studying, a lot of them were studying and doing things solo by themselves. Mm-hmm. And you know, where you had the Asian community, they did everything together, and they were, you know, what I'm saying, having better results. And I think that's a big reason why the Hispanics have come from so low and are raising so fast because they do stuff as a group, you know what I'm saying, and they look out for So even, you know what I'm saying, we talk about in white communities. You, I'm pretty sure, well, I don't know if it's like it's up north, I know down south, they always talk about, you know what I'm saying, the, the good old boy type thing, you know what I'm mm-hmm. saying. They, they, they Nepotism and all of that, yes, that's a part yeah. of a community. It's a professional. Um, so I think the, the big thing in the black community as, as a whole, not just with, with family structure, not just with education, not just with jobs, but I think it's the that, division amongst the village. <laughs> yeah, you know what I'm saying? We, we, we got to band together in some kind of way because when you see black communities that band together, 
and, you know, saying they're little small groups and clusters, they seem to do very well, whether they're single mothers or they're gay men or whatever kind of, you know, some label you want to put on them. As we as people, when we, you know what I'm saying, come together in unity, we can do a whole lot more together. And I'll be honest, that I really, really don't know. Like, I don't know the break. I don't know anybody who's truly, truly against it. So I'm not sure why we don't do it more. Now, I do know nowadays, um, you know, the cell phones and the computers and all of that has added a huge disconnection between us just as as people. But I don't think anybody's really against the idea of doing things together, but we don't do it. So I don't know. I, I definitely have my opinion or perspective on the breakdown of couples, but I can't, I'm not, I just I can't put my finger on why we don't work as a group anymore because that makes perfect sense. That I, I, I don't know. <laughs> Honestly, um, I can make a very hugely judgmental, um, uh, you know, opinion about almost. Uh, uh, well, give it your give your judgmental personal opinion. Well, just a, I mean, this is literally just me judging. Like, I just feel like a lot of that. Just our culture has always been uh, very. Well, I ain't gonna say always because that definitely can't be true. But I know since I've been alive, um, black people tend to bring each other down more than they pick each other up. So, if there was an opportunity of togetherness, we seem to compete more than we work together. And I agree with you on that. I, think I, don't, that, I just don't know why, though. I don't even know if it starts off in a negative way. It may genuinely be in a competitive way. It's just the translation of that. If you're competing against me, you're against me. You know what I mean? So I guess ultimately it kind of develops into just outright division. Yeah, yeah I think that's that's real because we all, a, a lot of our, in our culture, you know what I'm saying, are competition. They rather compete than collaborate, you know. Right. And, feel like in order for me to be successful, I have to do it on my own. I'm going to show you that I'm going to be the one successful one. Because even in, in black, like black businesses, a lot of times, you know what I'm saying, when you have a person who's striving and gets this family business or whatever, you find that a lot of the siblings or, or, or the younger generations or the descendants don't tend to fall into that. That they want to go in the category. They they try to find a way to find success on their own, completely separate. Like you had this big education drive. You know, so nothing wrong with education. Don't get me. You know, saying so don't don't think I'm talking about education. Uh-huh. But a lot of a lot of people, okay, I'm gonna get educated. I'm gonna get a job, and I'm gonna go do this. And it's almost like they abandon what the family had been working towards instead of getting education to bring that education back to the family business or back to the community. A lot of people have okay, they got their stuff and they're gone and trying to do something on their own. Um, and you know, that I think that is uh, something that, that plagues. I may like I said, I may be completely wrong at my stats to back this up, but I have observed and my observations are really, you know, valid um, versus any kind of study. Well actually let yeah. me take everything I just said back. My mother did talk about this. So you know how we always say, you know, the breakdown of the family community kind of started from slavery and then, you know, in the 60s when they basically literally took the fathers out of the home. If you, I mean, the family needed help. The whole family needed help. But to get any help, you couldn't have a man in the home. And that went from physical to mental. You know, it didn't go from just, okay, let, let's 
strategically get the man out the home, it genuinely take it took on a whole um, persona on its own. It, it took on a whole cultural mentality. The men just weren't around, right? So, and that kind of spearheaded its direction from that. But my mom did say, um, in our culture, in America, of course, you know, again, starting from the 60s or whatever, so you know how we were talking about why we won't work together. So it was always to get ahead. They'd only let one black person do it. So we we would have worked together. You know, I think we used to work together, but she was like, you know, let's say like your like Richard Pryor, like the comedian, they would say, like you would think Eddie, you think, or we assume Eddie Murphy, Richard Pryor, all of them, were really close and friends or whatever, but you let Eddie Murphy tell like how that started. When Eddie Murphy came on the scene, he was a threat because that's just how it worked. You know, if there was any one, we, they only let one black person be successful at a time, one black doctor get get any of the um, accolades at a time. So anytime there was another one coming up, we we started being trained to not look at them as a partner. That's competition. See, in the white community, if they see a protege, that's just another person that can be successful. In the black community, if they see somebody else coming, that could be my job. So, I think contributes to that. I think the need for us blacks in America to have to assimilate and be validated by certain other cultures, you know, and by certain standards. And And I really believe that if we set our own standards of what, you know what I'm saying, it was supposed to be in instead of having to assimilate to something that's outside of ourselves or be validated by something outside of ourselves. You know what I'm saying? We we could really, you know what I'm saying, have some success. But, you know, our standard of success is something that is outside of ourselves. Like you see okay. some, some some people uh based on what this is a standard of professionalism. You go to these people and they do it like this. This is how I want my stuff done. You know, they, they always do it right. Versus, you know, you, it's almost like you shun what you think is supposed to, to be, you know, saying for your culture based off what it is for another culture. That's true um, technically, but the reality was when you start putting numbers and values to that, our standard wasn't really what we started trying to, it wasn't necessarily compared. It was the actual money. So when you had very mm-hmm. successful people and you had very smart people, it was a, it, it was distinctly evident that this person who either was the same level of me level of me on the same standard was making significantly more than me. I mean that's just what it was. Now it wasn't an issue like you said when we didn't compare because we didn't know. But the minute we found out, then yeah, like wait a minute, I am I should be making that too. My my standard is up to here. But, of course, that took us out of our box, that took us out of our culture, that put us in the other world, and we wanted to get that much more money. I don't think we necessarily thought that we wanted to be like this. We just wanted to be compensated for something we thought that we measured up to. We did measure up to that, and we weren't getting compensated for it. But the minute we got into their race, then then they started putting us against each other because they weren't going to let everybody come and take Because, of course, now we are competing with them. And if they let us compete with them, they're going to let everybody compete with them. So it it would have been, you know, just how we thought of each other. But we're talking about when you put numbers to it. And okay. really, shoot, they start taking us out. I mean, me, that's why I said my mom, I just thought about it. My mom kind of reminded me kind of that time. They were they were, they were the ones taking us and t- taking our artists and saying, man, you're special. You're amazing. 
and putting us in their world. But they weren't going to let too many of us do it at a time. And then that shift and that rift kind of just slowly trickled on to our community as a whole. Okay, you know, and I, and I, and I go with you there, you know. And, yeah, that makes sense. And so I believe that kind of comes back down to the, the, the family structure and what, what is such an issue I think with the black community now, like I say, I may be completely wrong, but this is my opinion, and it really don't matter because it's my opinion. But I, I, I really think you're that wrong. Really, really, you know, what I'm saying, oh, I'm wrong. Okay, I'm wrong for having an opinion. I'm just playing. Say what you're gonna say. Okay, wait now, for real, for real. Um. Dang, baby, you losing my train of thought. <laughs> Either way. You said this is your opinion. It's just your opinion. Yeah, it's just my opinion, but I forgot my... <sighs> Either way, what, what was we even talking about? I was saying comparing us to the other culture. Oh, yeah, yeah, okay. Yeah. So, basically, um, I think comparing and having this set standard of what is right and what is wrong and what should be um, is more detrimental to um, the happiness of our of our culture and the success of our culture. Because if people realize, like like I said, we have a different we all come from different family structures. We all come from either a matriarchal situation, a patriarchal situation. We come from different stuff, right? And so, whoever you measure up with, you know, what I'm saying whatever your standard is. And you find somebody who's your standard and go with that and be happy. Instead of, I think, people complain so much when they have a standard of what they think things should be and they find somebody who doesn't live up to that standard. Instead instead of, okay, well, this person doesn't live to my standard, now let me find something that is my standard. Instead of that, it's like we can constantly beat down, beat down, beat down, beat down. And it's so crazy because, like you're saying, you, you know, you want a man to be a certain kind of way. He's like this, and he wants to, you know, he can't be living off no woman like that. But then you got women out here who, you know what I'm saying, like, you know what I'm saying, taking care of their man and being this person and that person having a responsibility. That's just the person they is. Because, you know, people always talk about, oh, man, she is unruly. She always trying to take over. She always trying to run over. You know what I'm saying? I can't deal with her, dude. And that's not the woman for you. That woman she would be a great matchup for this kind of man that they can play with. But then a lot of us, when we see somebody in those, those situations where a woman is doing this and she's doing that or a man is doing this or doing that or ain't doing this or that, we can play, oh, yeah, she she's foolish. Yeah, that, I would not put up with that. Or, you know, we talk bad about it instead of like, okay, let's celebrate what we can celebrate and go where, where, you, where you fit in. Stop trying to take and put mm-hmm. a square peg in, in a round hole. I, you know I what? Just, you're right. I would disagree with you and, and say, cause, but you're actually right. Like that, if we celebrate, that's true. If we celebrated them who they are, like, I don't like that. I could never do it, but it looks good on you. <laughs> Instead of and telling you, well, my man don't do that. And I would never. And now I make you feel bad for something you were perfectly happy with. I, I really didn't even think about it like that. That's true. Yeah. And yeah, I think that that is, part of us healing as a people because we're not in the 60s. 
we're in 2020. You always say that. And the changes that have happened are changes that have not only happened in the black community, they happen in the white community, they happen in the Asian community, they happen in the Hispanic community. So these changes are throughout all cultures. You know what I'm saying? So True. I never disagree with that, but I do still say we're we're amongst the highest of the negative effects of these changes. That's the problem. Always the truth. You know what I'm saying? If, 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 if you're black in America and it's a, a negative issue, you're always going to be the blunt of it. You know what I'm saying? If it's, it's a crime problem, yep, blacks at the head of it. It's a problem with health, yep, blacks at the head of it. So it's always like, it's always in, in, in this, you know what I'm saying, country. It seems like if it's an issue, you know what I'm saying, blacks get the, 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 the bag and the stick of it. And that's, it has, has always been, you know. Hopefully God come in and rescue us and like he did in Egypt, you know what I'm saying, things will be different, you know what I'm saying? Right. But until God come get his people, you know, and help us out like he's supposed to, it's, you know, hey, Pharaoh steady, you know what I'm saying, making mm. us make books. Wow. Okay, I like that. 